Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The heat is on. The heat is on. Yes, it is. I just said that. On the street. Welcome back to CCO. Paul Douglas with you. I remember, I'm sure you remember too, uh, staring at the American flag in fifth grade, sixth grade, seventh grade, saying the pledge, the Pledge of Allegiance first drafted during the Civil War, a declaration of loyalty not only to the flag, but to the concept of one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Not just for some, but Liberty and justice for all. Today is Juneteenth. Actually, it was yesterday, but today is the federal holiday honoring Juneteenth. A celebration of the announcement back on June 19th, 1865 in Texas, that enslaved Americans were finally free. Joining us today uh, with some perspective on Juneteenth, Joining us from the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline is Dr. Yohuro Williams, Distinguished University Chair, Professor, and Founding Director of the Racial Justice Initiative at St. Thomas. Dr. Williams, welcome. Thanks for having me on. Good to be with you, Paul. Absolutely. What what should listeners know about Juneteenth? What does it mean to you? I think you emphasize two things that I think a lot of people don't know that are important to know about Juneteenth. One is that um, even though it is meant or is seen as kind of the celebration of the end of slavery, it really is just the end of slavery in Texas. There, there are many um, emancipation days that are celebrated all over the country because the enforcement of Lincoln's Emancipation Proclamation was dependent on the um, enforcement of the Union Army. And so the reason that Juneteenth becomes significant is Texas, Galveston is the last holdout. So when Gordon Granger issues field order number three, um, Juneteenth comes to symbolize what took place in communities all across the country as the Union Army, through its advance, made Lincoln's um, Emancipation Proclamation the force of law in those areas. And of course, you need a 13th Amendment to actually complete the work of abolishing slavery because the Emancipation Proclamation only apply to those states in active rebellion against the Union. So that that's the one. And I think the other thing um, is you mentioned the Pledge of Allegiance. We often talk about the Civil War reconstruction in the United States in the vacuum, but they belong to a, a age of emancipation and national unification. So you have the emancipation of serfdom in Russia in 1861, um, uh, four wars of, of unification in Germany and in Italy, the issue that was dividing the United States in 1861 was slavery. And so this was a, a, a war fought to make the United States one nation. And we often don't think about it this way. But what we celebrate with Juneteenth is not only the emancipation of the slaves, but the resoldering of the Union. One nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Dr. Williams, I'm curious... What what comes next? I mean, there's there's talk now about reparations. 
people who have been wronged, the ancestors of people who were enslaved uh, should be entitled to some sort of compensation uh, for this forced slavery. And there's precedent for this. I didn't realize this, but after World War II, the U.S. government paid $1.6 billion in reparations to Japanese-American survivors of internment camps for civil rights violations. So what do you think will come next? I know a number of cities around the United States have issued formal apologies. Is that good enough? I don't believe that it's good enough. And and full disclosure, I chaired, was one of the co-conveners of the um, uh, commission that was helping to draft uh, a draft ordinance for permanent reparations commission in the city of St. Paul. So this is something I know um, intimately. When we talk about slavery, I think you provide an example of the Japanese internment is a good um, segue for most people, because often when people think about slavery, they're thinking, oh, we're going back generations, so how do you do that? But there are some more immediate um, instances here in the Twin Cities in particular that we can point to where you could easily establish, um, you know, uh, what damages were done as a result of policies, practices, and procedures, and address those damages. Uh, The Rondo community is a great example of that. But you could also do excuse me, you could also do it with regard to um, slavery itself if you're able to go back and to you know trace uh, those families and and again the policies, practices, and procedures that were used to undermine or deny them um, equal opportunity in that moment. There are so many corporations, uh, so many um, industries, so many individuals that benefit from the institution of slavery. It's not a difficult premise if you have the political will and and desire to do so. It would be very easy to establish the justification for doing it. And again, makes people uncomfortable, but there is precedent. And when one considers the racial wealth gap in this country, it certainly would make sense in, in redressing some of that historic harm. My understanding, last time I looked at the numbers, white Americans, 10 times more wealth on average, than African-American families in the United States. And some say, well, this will further divide us if we get, you know, deep into reparations. But under the heading of accountability, and a lot of people like to lecture me about accountability, but those same people kind of go quiet when it talks about accountability for the Civil War and slavery and and the African-Americans that built this, this nation but weren't compensated accordingly. Back to the pledge liberty and justice for all, are you confident that we can thread the needle and find a way to, to come up with accountability that a majority of Americans can, can live with? I think, Paul, if we're going to grow, uh, we need to figure out a way to address this. And the challenge in our contemporary moment is, and we've seen this consistently, apologies aren't sufficient to address um, and to deal with the real harm, the trauma, the dislocation, Um, that was created not only by the institution of slavery, but in the aftermath of the abolition of slavery, the grant of nothing but freedom. There's a great book uh, by Eric Foner of that title. And the idea is that literally when um, the slaves are freed, four and a half million people are are freed by virtue of Gordon Granger's field order number three, or the Emancipation Proclamation, or the 13th Amendment, whatever you want to cite, they didn't receive anything but the freedom, their freedom themselves. That put them at a disadvantage. If you then compound that with the deliberate policies, practices, and procedures from redlining um, in terms of housing to a denial of education to a denial 
of uh, the ability to participate fully in the labor market by restricting the jobs that they could do and the education they had access to. The accountability that you're talking about is really what we would need to address if we're going to talk about not just healing, but actually restitution and and, um, reparation of that damage. Dr. Yohuro Williams, uh, founding director, Racial Justice Initiative at St. Thomas. Thanks for joining us today. And uh, is it appropriate to say happy Juneteenth? I hope it is. Uh, I think it's okay. I think it's fine. (laughs) And happy Juneteenth to you, too. Thank you, sir. Appreciate your time and perspective today. Thank you. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.